You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. I'm Andre Pru from AndreWineReview.ca. I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com, and today we are going to uh, be doing a little blind tasting. Yes. And, and sorry to the people who are watching on Facebook Live. This is our second crack at it. Yeah, so we're going we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing this uh, our second crack at it to make sure that we got it working. But we have sound working. We have some technical issues to work through. Yeah, so that's our second. It's our third time doing a podcast uh, Facebook Live. Correct? Yes. Yeah. 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 We did a couple in uh, Saguenay. So yeah, and we've done uh, we did one earlier this evening. Some of you watched, and you you would have seen us sitting like that. Yeah, I had the camera pointing widescreen because i thought we would get a yeah. nice like beautiful high definition picture no no no, no so it didn't work like that, like that yeah. this time so that's the good news um and so i've got uh six rieslings. white wines rieslings but one yeah. one it turns out is not a riesling okay. well, maybe you can pick it out um and you asked me to do a disclaimer earlier yes the disclaimer is that look, none get... of these wines are available in any way shape or form at one point in time you likely loved these wines which is why you bought them correct and, then, and, and, then and the... you like to you have a very large cellar 2000 bottles you like yeah. to see how things evolve so That's if my, we say anything job. anything bad about any of these wines we are not crapping on any winery, any winemaker, anything that's done. It's more a testament to how the wine has evolved and maybe you held it too long. Exactly. And the reason that uh, I, I'm able to pull a lot of Rieslings out of the wine cellar, you, you'll notice I never bring Chardonnay over. No, I mean, this is, I think, our, our second crack at old yeah. Riesling tasting. And the reason is because um, years ago, my wife and I, uh, well, we got some friends together because I, I got, um, I did a, an article for Quench Magazine about uh, Rieslings across Canada. And it was for their living local yes. issue. And what what we ended up doing was trying 85. Oh, you're going to get the little sign going. Yeah. 85 Rieslings from across Canada. And the interesting part, my wife was a huge fan. Erica's a huge fan of Riesling. I love my wife dearly. But that night, I learned something about my wife. She does not spit wine. Because oh, did, that's not what you said the first time around that we did this. She, you purposely went for double entendre. But I didn't. But my wife doesn't spit the <laughs> wine. And she did 85 Rieslings without spitting a drop. Because I went to, I dumped my spit cup, I don't know, three, four, five times. Yeah. And I went to dump hers and I'm like, there's nothing in here. She goes, no, I've been drinking it all. You know, and it's, it's something, because I love bringing people with me down to wine country. Um, like I live in Toronto, as many people know. And when I head down to Niagara, I'm usually renting a car. Yeah. Uh, often I get a chance to borrow a car. I bum rides from people. But when I rent a car, I love to pack the car full of people. And the wineries are always gracious to receive my entourage. But without fail, whenever someone comes down with me on the first time, I always tell them, spit out wine, especially if it's a tank sample or a barrel sample. It's not finished wine. Even if it's really yummy. Just spit it out. There's going to be lots of wine during the day. You're going to be taking a snooze at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And everybody, everybody on the dot who's come down with me that first time who doesn't spit at 3 o'clock on the dot, taking a snooze in the backseat of the car. Yeah. So, yeah, I I learned that that about my wife. And um, so to this day, she really can't drink a lot of Riesling. But uh, (laughs) before that, we were buying a lot of Riesling because that's the wine she drank. Now, you know, between... um, her friend Sue and probably you have something to do with it yep. and a whole bunch of other people. She is a big fan of Chardonnay. So yep. that's a lot of the stuff she drinks. So we have a lot of Chardonnay now. I think at one point I told you I had like 10% Chardonnay in my cellar, which yes. almost shocked you uh, out of your chair. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
we we also had a lot of Riesling, so I've got to get rid of some of this Riesling to make more room for Chardonnay. Well, and I mean, you and I have talked about it on the podcast before that Riesling just doesn't get a lot of a lot of love, Correct. and it's it's so great with food. Um, I know in Ontario, I think we fall into a bit of a trap of saying that Riesling's a a summer wine. It goes good with a light salad, where it's also something that goes great with heartier winter dishes. Um, you know, my Eastern, my, well, my distant Eastern European background, pierogi, sausages, things like that out of the oven, grilled pork. Now, you're, pork. you're also going to create dinner for us this evening, and you're yes. doing egg roll in a bowl, yeah. which is a Chinese dish, well, kind of. It's Chinese, Canadian, Chinese inspired. But I mean, it's, you know, that would be also another thing that you would uh, you would do with uh, Riesling. Hundred percent. If you did, did Riesling givers. Well, and, and I, I for hate, me, I'm thankful you don't you don't put a lot well, of spice I, in this. I thing. hate I hate that. So I got to get home before stopping a few times to go to the bathroom. When we're talking about cuisines and we're talking about cuisines and tasting notes, sorry, I was just I started a thought before acknowledging what you were about to say, but like, I, I do hate when a tasting note often just says Asian cuisine. But when you're talking about wines like. Sauvignon Blanc, Gewurz, Tremaine, or Riesling, and they pair well with Asian cuisine. It really does kind of cover that whole Eastern Asia, Chinese Chinese cuisine, Japanese food, yeah. Thai food, Vietnamese food. It's wines that just go really well with the core of those flavors, which is a lot of umami, a lot of ginger, a lot of garlic. So, you know, the funny thing is, by the way, speaking of pairing, yeah. is that I was speaking with Penelope Irving earlier in the uh, oh, was in her the week. birthday month in March. It was her birthday month. It still is her birthday month. Happy well, birthday, this, Penelope yes. Irving. Belated birthday, yeah. Penelope. Happy no, birthday. No, no. It's her birthday month, so every day is her birthday. Oh, okay. Well, because the issue is we're doing this live. Yeah. But we're also going to be posting this Probably later April, as a yeah. podcast. So anyway, whatever we're going to do with it. Um, she uh, was funny because uh, she says one of the pairings that she remembers most is your ice wine and uh, and fried chicken. Oh, you seem to have some... There's a lot of people watching. Uh, Erica made a comment saying that she stayed awake after 85. Yes, she did. Oh, uh, she did not She yeah. did not nap. She was no. fully awake. Don't get me wrong. She was awake the whole time. It's just she blew out her esophagus. The funny part about that is, and this because of the acidity, the funny part about this, she does like Sauvignon Blanc still, but not Riesling. Interesting. Well, let's get All to right, let's, let's get, get to the wines. So we've given our disclaimer. We've done this. It is fun to taste through the the old Rieslings. It's interesting to see how they evolve because we've done two we've done two Riesling tastings where one where most of them were under cork, and most of the wines did not age particularly well. We did a second one where most of the wines were under screw cap. Yeah. And they were all remarkable. I know we're sort of half doing this blind, but I can see it's from Flat Rock. Yeah. Okay. So I can I can put. This. So this is the one that's not Riesling, but has Riesling. Okay. This is a Riesling uh, Gewurztraminer. Yeah. It's good. That's that that twisted. So yeah. This is, I love. I do love this. I do love this wine. When it's young, it is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, for some reason, don't ask me why. I have a 2007 in the cellar. No, I don't have it anymore. But, you know, the fun thing about doing this is 2007 was a crazy hot summer. Correct. Should be horrible for Riesling. It was my first summer in Ontario, and I'm finding I've recently had Riesling from 2010, 2012, and the acids just didn't hold on. Like for, for things like Riesling, um, some Chardonnay, sparkling wine. This this one's got got some petrol notes to it, I, and I expect it pretty much in everything. Have you ever wondered why, as wine writers, we use the word petrol and not gasoline? Gasoline, lanolin. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, like, paraffin. I, I I do agree that gasoline just. I mean, you don't want to sound like you're you're huffing gasoline, but yeah. You know, well, but I, nobody, I know nobody, you do. nobody. That's why you rent cars. Yeah, totally. But I mean, like nobody here uses the word petrol in their regular day to day use. No. So, I think there's 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 a lot of petrol, which is obviously the reasoning characteristic to this one. Um, 
Mm. I love that it's under screw cap. The acidity yep. pretty good. I am not using the spittoon for this, so it's really good. It's um. Well, I have to drive home, so it's got um, tangerine, like it's like Definitely. orangey, orangey, yep. but like sweet orange. The acids are a little low, like the acids have fallen mm. on this, but I wouldn't say it's completely. Uh, I wouldn't say it's dead. Yeah, it's not, not in any way, shape, or form. I think that's it, this tastes good. It's a, it's it's a, is this a great wine? No, is it drinking great right now? Am I glad you brought it? Definitely. Am that's I a, looking forward to having this with supper tonight? Hell yeah! That's a taste. I get a little pineapple note to it too. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of fun. I I didn't expect much from that, but you know, there's a little Gewurztraminer in there. Uh, interestingly enough, I don't really get the Gewurztraminer characteristic. I get more the Riesling. It's, it's very very Riesling, but. So that's that. So that's uh, 2007. And if I'm not mistaken, this is also 2007. Okay, I'm uh, closing my eyes so you can pour it. One of, one of two. Okay. Don't, don't move. Don't move. My yeah. eyes are closed so I can't see what's in the glass. You're not going to. Well, I don't think anything's going to tell you. It's VQA, so that'll tell you. Yeah. That's all it's going to tell well, you. Well, I think. How much do you sell these VQA? Oh, no. This oh, is quirked. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, God. That's this is very quirked. That's very quirked. Oh, and I've been holding on to this one like. Oh, you know what? You. Oh, sorry. That's. Um... Uh, someone, someone wasn't paying attention when we said what's for dinner. We're doing uh, egg roll in a bowl, which is like ground pork, um, fried up with a bit of cabbage, carrot, uh, onion, soy sauce, some hot sauce. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour you this wine again just to rinse out that. Yeah, we gotta do the, the rinse. Cork. Do we even want to say what this is, or are we going to get rid of it? 2007 Sanson Estate Riesling. Um, What's Sanson Estate? Sanson is in the Lake Erie North Shore. That is actually Lake Erie North Shore, uh, Appalachian. The, um, I, I don't think he makes a lot of Riesling. He is, uh, you know what, he's one of the few in the province that makes really good tobacco. Oh. And saying saying that is almost like a dichotomy, really good tobacco, but we all know Henry Pelham makes good tobacco. Yep. And Sanson Estate would probably be my second favorite Bacos in the province, and he he because he treats it so much like a proper grape. He's making great. If you whenever whenever you get out the Lake Erie North Shore, you got to get out and try Dennis Sanson's Baco because oh, it yeah. is really really stunningly. I'll do that. Stunningly good. Um, okay, so uh, you know what? Well, let's go. Let's go up by year. Okay. Okay. So we had sevens. Uh, now this one is um, uh, also under cork. Okay. And oh, I yeah, had a problem. The... I had a problem getting this one, uh, uh, getting this one to um, uh, get the cork to come out. So we're going to put a little, uh, little strainer in it, just to see. Uh, I can. I recognize that cork. You recognize the cork? You yeah, that's the... that's an that's an organized crime yeah, cork. This is organized crime. So this would have been made, if I'm not mistaken, and it should have his initials on the back. This would have been an Andre Lipinski. Um, uh, wine, if I'm not mistaken. This yeah, and you tasted from... you tasted there recently, as as I have. Like the new winemaker there, Greg Yemen is. Oh, great! He's doing such oh, I... such good things. I don't even think he knows how good the wine seems making are. What I, what I really like about Greg is that he's backing away from that apasimento stuff. Yes, I know there's a little bit, but he's backing away from it, and he's and he's making good quality wine. And my my favorite wine, I think you and I kind of agreed on this one. My favorite wine that he made last year was that Pinot Gris. Uh, and I we didn't agree not... on number one, but that was definitely like top three. And it's like it's a, it's an off dry style, but still with great acid. And it just makes that, that little fruit pink pop. color yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Would, that was. And mine nice was uh, the, the pipe, pipe the pipe down, which for twenty bucks is right up there. I with got a video coming on that. I like the pipe yeah. down. I'm. Ta- I guess. I guess I should have qualified that. My favorite white that he made. Was that Pinot Gris? So this is what vintage? This would have been two thousand and nine. Okay, organized crime. Oh yeah, so two thousand nine. This this is one of the first vintages that I really loved about Ontario. The Cabernet Franc from two thousand nine from places um, like Megalomaniac. 
was great. And uh, I know that uh, Trius also made some really mm. great Cabernet Franc in 2009 as well, even though it was um, a, a challenging vintage. Kind of a, kind of a crappy vintage, but I mean, for... And, like, wow, the acidity on that is fantastic. Um, There's like a floral note to oh, it. Oh, wow. It's, um, it's, it's one of those vintages that was bad because it was... Holy it crap, was, this is really was, good. It was cool, uh, but it was rainy. And it was just it was it was high acidity here, and the, it really the, shows. The orange on this is like confected; it's orange crush with searing acidity and no sweetness. Wow. No, there's sweetness here for sure. Andre, Andre's known for leaving a little sweetness, especially. But at this it's time. balanced with his acid. Then I'm not That's getting true. I'm not getting a lot of sweetness on this. Well, Andre's known for putting sweetness at this time in in a lot of his um, in, in his rieslings, um, or, or leaving some behind. But he really knew how to balance it out. And just a, just a program note, we don't do many program notes. Uh, we're going to get him on the podcast, hopefully in May, when he releases his first gamay from Big Head. From Big Head, oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, is it so, a Passamento gamay? I understand it's all fresh. I'm really looking forward to that because it's a, he's never he. I think he said he's made gamay once, uh, other t- one other time in the province, but I'm not sure with whom. But sounds like a question we should say for the podcast. Correct. But uh, this is outstanding. This is really this is straight cool. up outstanding. I actually think if you'd held on to this for another two years, it would have been good. It still would have been good. Uh, you know what? I could have held on for another five. The acidity is so searing on this. But the fruit is still nice and fresh. I'm worried after five years, the fruit would really start to fall off, and like the confected orange is just really satisfying. I'm, I'm really happy with that one. I'm I'm really happy. So then, uh, from the same year. 2009, that under cork. Oh, what's the alcohol in that? Uh, I may have it. Uh, 10.5. Cool. 10.5. And there's like a, a creaminess to it. Like it's sort of like. Uh, oh, you know what? It's creamsicle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this one, let's see if I can hide the label. Okay. Let's uh, let's try this again. Okay. Don't move your glass because it's going to get it all over your phone. And then you're going to be really mad. At, I think I'm being me. funny. Yeah, you are. Be- you think you're being funny, but when I when your phone starts to fizzle out on the table, not so funny. Oh, it's an iPhone eight. These are water resistant. Oh well, then let me try pouring it on. Uh, you mind? <laughs> if you're gonna clean it up. No. Okay. Okay. So, so same vintage. VQA as well. Screw cap. All of these are VQA. So this is uh, rubber, rubber and chalk. Yeah. This this rubber, smells like this smells hose. like this smells like driving really fast down a dirt road in Saskatchewan. Mm. With Saskatoon berries in your lap. No, no Saskatoon berries in this. That'd be if we were drinking the Gamay or some Pinot. I've, I've got some Saskatoon berries. In. Do you know what? Here's, here's I haven't tasted it yet. Don't say anything. Okay. I'd be, I'd be, I'd. Uh, this no, guy? this is done. Yeah. Okay. I I I would be. Interested to know what that's like in about half an hour once it's open and uh, with screw cap. 13th Street Old Vines Riesling 2009. Um, so Vadim Chalikov, winemaker at Cassava, just uh, sent me a message letting me know that if we poured wine on my phone, the residual sugar would kill it. So uh, thanks for the heads up, Vadim. There you go. Thanks, Vadim. I appreciate that. Okay, so I, what do we got here? What do we got here? So it was the uh, 2009 Old Vines Riesling from 13th Street. How old would these vines have been in, in uh, 2009? Mm-hmm. You got me on that one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, for for wine thing. for wine under screw cap. Oh wait, our best riesling produced from vines planted in 1976, composed of riesling clone GM two three nine and twenty one B. 
It's a little. This one's a little disappointing, especially compared to that uh, organized crime. Yep, that's. Uh, there's no. Sh- there's no sweetness to it. It's no, and it's a lot of. Eating. It's a lot of industrial flavors that are really just clobbering any sort of pleasant like sweetness. Would you it. like a rinse out? No, no, I'm good with what's next. We can give it a rinse with whatever's next and hope that it's better. Okay, so uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to a uh, hotter vintage. You're not gonna get any from that from that height. Uh, okay, I'll hold my glass still. Let's do the tall pour. And I'm closing my eyes just so people know. It's so I can't see the labels that Michael's pouring because we're kind of half doing them blind. Okay, so oh, you, this is a good pour. I I, I pride myself in a, in a in a good pour. Color's nice on this. So my phone's now suddenly gone off. I wonder if it's my wife telling me that I, I'm I look funny or something. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh no, somebody else. And I have no idea what they said. So I'll look it later. 10 or 12? 2010. Tastes like Fresca. There's my tasting note. It's, it's got that like pink grapefruit. Yeah. There's no, there is no effervescence to this, but it tastes like it's sort of like a flat, a flat Fresca. You know what? I think the, um, I think the acidity gives it the apparent, apparentness, apparent mouthfeel. Of um, effervescence, your, your yeah, your sign makes noise. It's really yeah, weird. it does. It's the it's really funny. Okay, I just wanted to make the video more uh, visually interesting. Uh, is that it? Wasn't us that was doing it? Obviously, no, it's not okay. us. Mm. I'm not totally sold on that wine. It, the problem is we've had one on the table that's sort of a, a ringer. If this had been what we started with, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is, this is very great." That's that's tasty. It is tasty. Uh, the tan obviously um, has that that note of uh, lanolin, uh, not not as much petrol, not as much gasoline on this one, but hot vintage again, so it, it does come out. Acids are holding on, but it's still not like crisp on the finish. Like it's. It's balanced. There's a little bit of sweetness to it. So this is from Four Mile Creek. The uh, the uh, the um, alcohol is twelve point three. Ooh, that's a little high. So it's a little high. That's Pond Views, two thousand and ten. Oh, now well, isn't that special? Now I told you there was going to be a, a controversial wine that I'm about to pull out of the bag, and this is the last wine. Okay. And I'm never. I think you and I have discussed this wine or these wines, or wines from this winery, as do you drink them, do you not? Uh, okay. So, you want me to pour first? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour this wine. And it's, it now, the, 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 the vintage is, is another cool vintage. And it seems to be you know, holding on. I saw what it was. But, I mean, it is sort of a tough question because you and I have taken a pretty strong stand on, on this one. I think I'm okay with us not talking about where this is from and people can fill in the blanks. All right. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's it, not bad. It's not the best wine on the table. It falls to the middle. No, it does fall to the middle. It is... Um, I just don't want to open that can of worms again. People can figure it out. I've never felt that the um, the Riesling from this winery was particularly strong. What's the vintage on this? 2011. 
This has held on a lot, but this probably tastes a lot better now than it did in 2011. I think it took a few years before the Riesling started to get decent there. But now knowing where this where this wine is coming from, I will not be tasting it anymore. And it's sort of unfortunate that... But, uh, the... but I mean, I mean uh, the, the Riesling within here is, is from Niagara. Some of it's yeah. from Niagara and yeah. some of it is from where it, it, is, it is from. So, as I said, controversial wine. Do you drink them? Do you not? Uh, they are kind of closet wines, I think. People drink them now closeted. I'm, don't I'm, I don't want to say, them. I'm not going to say what I did with, with my bottles, just because we've both taken a very principled view on this. But, um, I mean, it, you you do do what you do. I'm certainly not going to be giving any more promotion no, right I, now. No, I, I don't either. I just, I just, I really, I, I didn't know how we were going to uh, present these six, but I thought... You know what? Put that kind of ringer in the. You're uh... such a <laughs> disturber, Michael. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, taking in mind, I think this the seven from uh, from Flat Rock showed pretty well, you know, for twelve oh, years hi, old. Hi, Henry. Um, I, I think I think the best wine on the table is probably that organized crime. I'm going back to the Flat Rock. Do you want a Flat Rock? Back to the beginning. I always love your dog with the way he uh, helps himself to some microphone time every time every single time has anybody guessed what uh, what that wine was yes. yes they have all right so there we have it so yeah that's uh that's another six rieslings that uh that we have you know what i really i'm looking forward to tasting the flat rock with the fruit the food because the acid has fallen down a bit i think it'll go great with the the egg roll in a bowl the egg roll in a bowl i am looking forward to your egg. you've done it for me before and i thought that was great I'm not a cilantro fan. Last time you did some sort of salad with cilantro, and I wasn't that big a fan of it. But uh... Okay, well, uh, I'm Andre Pru from AndreWineReview.ca. <laughs> and I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com. Andre, thanks for hosting. Thanks for getting the old uh, Facebook Live going. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching, and you'll hear this one. In a few um, weeks, whenever, eventually. When it comes out. But um, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, leave comments. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Good night. Happy Riesling. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.